again, thinking from our customer's lens, how do we help them be faster, quicker, and spend less time screwing around with the tool, right? And more time in front of the client and working on their business. And if we can very smartly enable our tools to continue to do those things, then that's a game changer in and of itself. Have you hit a wall when it comes to growing your business? Then welcome to the Wingnut Social Podcast, helping home professionals and luxury brands accelerate their success with proven marketing strategies and expert industry practices. Now, here's your host, Darla Powell. Today's podcast is a bonus episode sponsored by Foyer. Foyer has Neo the design software that's up to 50% faster than any other professional interior design software. Hey there, welcome to the Wingnut Social Podcast. I'm your host, Darla Jethro Powell. I'm the Grand High Poobah here at Wingnut Social, which is a social media marketing agency for luxury brands. I happen to be an interior designer in Miami, Florida. So our first leg and specialty is for the interior design industry. Thank you very much. Today's show is actually a special sponsored bonus episode. We have Richard Terity from Foyer, that's F-O-Y-R, and I had the great fortune to be asked to speak at a webinar earlier last year, actually, in 2020, that they were putting on. And I got to know Richard, I got to know Zoe, and it's a really great group over there. The webinar was amazing, very well received, and just fell in love with the brand. And I thought, who better to invite on the show to talk all about e-design and how to compete with the big boys like Havenly and Modsy and Susan McNuggets e-design of the world. So we're going to dig into that. As you know, 2020 was a hot year digitally for interior designers to get on e-design. Maybe you were slow to the party or maybe you did pick it up and start doing it, but you haven't quite mastered, you know, the the systems, the processes and how exactly you're doing things. So we're going to dive into that today with Richard Terity. But first, let me tell you a little bit about him. Richard Terity has been a technology thought leader for over two decades. Oh, he doesn't look old enough. Oh, I'll have to tell him, right? A self-proclaimed serial entrepreneur and current president of North America for Foyer, Terity is disrupting the landscape of the interior design world with the world's fastest growing visualization technology. Using his vast wealth of knowledge and experience to shape Foyer's go-to market strategy, he also serves as a strategic advisor for clients in a wide range of industries, including furniture manufacturing, property management, interior design, and real estate. Those are all in our interior design sphere, folks. So today we're going to learn about how and why we should offer e-design, how do tools like Foyer Neo help to increase our bottom line, and Richard's take on the future of e-design after this whole COVID thing is all well behind us. Wingnuts, help me in welcoming Richard Terity to the Wingnut Social Podcast. Hey there, Richard Terity. Welcome to the Wingnut Social Podcast. How the hell are you? I am doing very well. How the heck are you, Darla? <laughs> oh, heck. Oh, I like how you cleaned it up. <laughs> New Year's resolution. Right? Oh, really? Oh, well, I've already lost mine. <laughs> I'm doing excellent. And I have to tell you, I'm very excited about this topic and incorporating e-design into my interior design business from a selfish aspect. I want to learn all about your take on it and how it's going to help me make more Benjamins. But before we do that, can you just tell us a little bit more about Foyer and your background and what is it? Yeah. Foyer is a company that developed from the ground up with a clean sheet of paper, a um, 
the world's fastest growing online cloud-based design software. So at the heart of it, we're really just a bunch of visualization geeks that really want to disrupt the market with something new, right? A lot of the tools in this space are a little stodgy, a little old, some of them are pretty complex, or they're just simple. And we wanted something that was sophisticated, but super easy to use so people could get going on it very quickly. And um, that's the market that we're after, interior designers. Okay, so I, I do have some questions about that. I'm going to save them to a little bit more towards the end um, about how Foyer Neo is different from some of the other platforms that we're used to. I know that we use here at Darla Powell Interiors, which is my design firm in Miami. I think we're using Chief Architect right now, and I don't use it. My my designers use it because I am not going to school for that. <laughs> so, you know, there's a learning curve there too, So which I'm sure we're going to get into with Foyer. But first of all, let's just talk about about e-design in particular, I can only imagine, and let me know if this is true or not, that last year must have been huge for you guys with the pandemic and just everything going online. What has the growth of e-design been for you guys? Do you have any metrics or numbers on that? Well, you know, so we grew consistently about 30% um, quarter over quarter throughout 2020. So prior to that, we were growing at around roughly 20%. So we did see an uptick from the, the pandemic. Obviously, people had to retreat home. People were seeing in clients sessions a lot less. So how do you, you know, still do a high level design for your clients? What are some of the tools that are out there? And so I think a lot of folks were finding us online through searches just looking for cloud-based design tools. The fact that we are, you know, coin ourselves as the fastest design tool in the market because we can render in minutes, which is kind of groundbreaking in the space. I just think a lot of folks were like, hey, I need to be in the cloud. I need a software. I need something that's highly functional, but I need to also be able to render and I need to be able to do designs quick. And I think that's how a lot of folks found us was through search. And um, we've been putting a lot of content out there over the past year to really try to build up the interior design business and um, have been doing a lot within the space. So. Are you finding that designers, newer designers or designers who are brand new to the e-design concept are coming and finding you? Or is this something they're switching over from other platforms? What is the majority of the design demographic looking like coming to you? We're seeing a ton of students come to us that are in their junior, senior year at a lot of the design schools and colleges. Most of them found us because when they had to go home, it was hard to access the tools that sit on the infrastructure and the servers back at the university, yet alone be able to do renders, which could take literally days at that time. So we were finding students asking us, hey, I want to use your program. Do you have discounts? I want to use it for my capstone projects, things like that, which was amazing. And we've signed some design schools and been added to their curriculums in the past year, which was a big opportunity for us that we continue to pursue. But then we also saw a whole slew of smaller firms, larger firms, solopreneurs, finding us and saying, hey, we need tools right now that are going to allow us to do our job. And I also think early on, that in talking to our design community, a lot of folks were unsure as to what was happening. A lot of projects came to a halt, right? The world came to a halt, stock market came to a halt, our lives came to a halt. And I think with designers, it gave them an opportunity to sit back and assess, what am I doing within my business? What type of tools do I have? Where am I not maybe necessarily set up to engage in this type of new economy that I just got dealt with? And I think a lot of folks went out and started researching and fortunately found their way back to Foyer. Okay, let's touch on that a little bit. For the interior designers out there, now for some reason, luckily in the last quarter of 2020, we've all done pretty well. 
But there are designers out there who are still, myself included, not necessarily offering e-design as a standalone service. We have it for if we have clients that are out of state or even out of country that we provide it for them, but I don't have it listed on my website as a go-to service. And, and it's something I personally, as an interior designer, have been thinking, do I want to offer this as well? Tell me what kind of money I'm leaving on the table by not having that as a service. So, you know, what I've seen is that the designers that have aggressively pursued getting themselves into a position to offer e-design are taking advantage of a much wider net, much wider audience, because no longer do I need to stay niched within my either my community or a certain region that I play in. I now can go further out. But that also means that I need to be paying attention to how I'm marketing myself and how much of a presence I have with my brand, my style, because now it's about attracting the right type of personas to you as a designer and then being able to satisfy them through the e-design efforts. I can tell you, we have a lot of designers that have come that said, hey, I'm now offering e-design where I just do down and dirty renders for people very quickly using your software for $79 a render. And this was not a service that they offered previously, Wow! right? Um, but they're able to do so. One, the speed in which they can do it, the ease in which they can do it within Foyer Neo. So that's opened up a new revenue stream for some of the uh, interior designers. So people are getting creative. They're trying to figure out how to do more with these type of tools. And the technology is just going to keep getting better and better and better. I have to tell you that half of our audience just fainted with the $79 render. <laughs> what is a down and dirty render? What is that? So it's it's when you're kind of giving somebody a quick little concept idea, right? So many people just don't really have an idea of what they want, what colors they want, what kind of size of couches and chairs and tables and end tables and things. Within Foyer Neo, you can quickly shape things. You can quickly drag and drop from the catalog. And then you can use dimensions to kind of shrink things up so you could say, hey, here's your room, right? Here's your dimension. Here's what this would look like. And then just shoot something over to someone quickly. It's kind of like a hook to say, hey, the worm's on the end of the hook kind of a thing. Now it's up to you to kind of take it. And they're still billing and getting something for that level of work. And they're still engaging with the client. And who knows, maybe the competition is not putting anything out there like that. And so I think less sophisticated buyers these days are finding it very attractive when they're working with an interior designer to get these kind of things faster because we're all very visual. We're visual learners, right? If I can see something the odds of you probably winning in working with me goes up if you're doing all these little extra things and you're still getting a little bit of money for your time up front. So we've seen it as a, as a big positive. And of course, an interior designer can charge whatever the hell they want for that. They can consider it as a loss leader or make a little bit of money on it. And I like that your analogy of kind of baiting that hook to get them to say, oh, wow, this interior design, this looks great. The visual, I'm going to hire them to do the whole shebang and flesh it out. Okay, so, I, okay, I'm feeling that. Listen, I, I don't do any of my software. I have a team that does that. I delegate outside of my scope of genius. Let's talk a little bit about the learning curve of this. Because I've looked at Room Sketcher, I've looked at SketchUp, I've looked at Revit. I've looked at Chief Architect and I just kind of ran away screaming. What, what, is, <laughs> what is the learning curve for Foyer Neo? 
It's a great question. So we have a lot of our more advanced designers like you do have a team. There's So there's folks that do have a team. There's folks that don't have a team. I will tell you whether it's your team or whether it's a solopreneur, the learning curve is literally a couple hours. Wow. And why I say that is because we are running all of these design contests for people that are just in trial with us, which you can do a 14-day free trial signing up right on our website. All of the designers that do a free trial that come back and give us the feedback, we said, you know, how was it compared to a SketchUp? How was it compared to a Revit? How was it compared to AutoCAD? Consistently across the board, whether it's a student that's already using those tools in an advanced way at a architectural type design college program, or whether it's somebody that has no experience from a collegiate university, just an industry level or a beginner, it's consistently Foyer Neo is by far the easiest. They are able to import quickly a floor plan. They're able to quickly adjust any type of windows, walls, doors. They're able to drag and drop from a catalog. So within literally an hour, you can just start hitting buttons and playing and you start to get it. Now, in addition to that, we have a ton of how-to tutorials and videos that are lined up across the portal when you log in. We also offer, which is very unique to our business, free chat support through the trial. So it, we are looking to make you successful when you first launch and get into the portal. That's when we start looking at, okay, how can we help you be successful through the trial so that you become a customer? Okay, I love it. And what do you say, Richard, to, okay, so we talked about maybe doing a little bit of a loss leader or 79 or however much you want to price it for that down and dirty sketch to get the, the client hook. What do you say to the Kelly Wurstlers of the world or the high end interior designers or maybe not Kelly Wurstlers, I'm getting a little crazy, but who do higher end, you know, not doing $79 renderings, their renderings are $500, they're $1,000 to go in there. Would something like this fit for the higher end interior designer as well? Or are we just competing with Modsy and uh, Havenly here? No, we have a, a lot of four-star house designers using the software. I mean, we have, if you look at our Instagram, some of the designers that we've had on our Foyer Talk series are some of the most advanced designers in the space. Yeah. I mean, we've had, we've had tremendous talent come through. And what's cool is a lot of the folks that are there generally own their own firm or they're like doing a lot of their own work because they are doing higher end. I feel that with Foyer Neo, you can really do both. And we're seeing both. You can be a new designer and quickly learn the skills of the trade and really be able to do high-end renders and do all kinds of functions within a software that's not going to take you a degree or a lot of time to learn, doesn't have the expense. Or you can be a highly advanced, you know, high-level designer that works on luxury properties. I mean, we just helped a designer uh, with a property up in the Hamptons that was going, it's a $10 million property. And this designer is using it to showcase what the interior of this rehab could look like at this house that these people just bought. And it's like, it's amazing because all of that capabilities within Foyer Neo. So whether it's a hundred square foot plan or whether it's a 10,000 square foot plan, you can do the high end, you can do a low end. It's just a matter of where your niche. Now, someone high end is not going to charge a down and dirty, right? No. <laughs> so as in that example, but somebody high end is going to put together a scope of work. 
They're going to put together some type of fixed fee budget for the project. And then this will become part of the scope of work is to have multiple iterations and back and forth collaboration with the client throughout the process. And our software allows you to do that along with at the end, even putting together a 3D tour of what the space will look like so your client can take a tour of it. Do you have the virtual thing where you can put it on your your face and walk through it yet? No, so we have we have 3D tours where you have the URL so you can actually use your mouse and keyboard to go through. But the VR headsets and a lot of what we see out there with that is there's so many incompatibilities on the standard side right now that it's just not a, a space and it's very product oriented versus software oriented. So not really a space that we're spending a lot of time in. Okay, I want to get back again to the high-end interior designers. <laughs> Can you tell I'm stuck on this, right? So I do like what you said about that with the $10 million uh, gig there in the Hamptons and using the software. So I want to just backtrack and get back into the convincing an interior designer, I guess whether they're high-end or low-end, why they should offer e-design in and of itself as a separate service from the full service. Some of the designers think it's it's... It's a little low rent for e-design, right? So I want to, and you're making the case that it isn't. So I really just want to dig in that and convince anyone listening that they need to give it a shot and, and as an extra revenue stream. And I like that what you said before is that you're not limited by the geography or even the globe, really. Right. If you have if you have someone who speaks your language, you just have to be careful with how you market it and make sure you're marketing to those outside areas. It's a whole new strategy, but I'm speaking for you. Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> No, I think, I mean, location is definitely my biggest thing. I think from a geography, you're not tied down. You can really work with anybody anywhere. And so to me, that means opportunity and that means more potential revenue uh, if I'm not strapped down to a certain location. I also think that when you find, when you design with style and you have a certain signature style, if you're a luxury brand and you're a luxury designer, there's only you you want to attract people across that spectrum wherever they are, right? So you're trying to cast this wide net. You don't want to put a boundary between you and the potential project that you could have because before the pandemic, it probably was true that a lot of higher end designers would either have to go travel somewhere or the consumer would find a higher end designer only in town, so to say. Whereas now, if I get a referral from somebody and I do most of my work in LA, but now I have an opportunity in New York, I don't have to physically be there and I can still engage with them at a much higher level, right? And that's the thing that we see over and over is this is a collaboration tool as much as it's a design tool, because you can very quickly with your client change things on the fly. Oh, you don't like that couch? Oh, let's move this couch in. Oh, you don't like the you don't like where that's particularly placed? Let's move it around and try this um, you know, design concept or let's let's arrange the room a little differently. The thing is, I think it's important as we go forward to think more about what the consumer's going through and less about how we want to function doing the actual activities. We have to think about how they want to consume design. And we do believe e-design will allow the masses. Again, and to, to counter that, Darla, I do think that right now we, we have an opportunity to cater to the masses with e-design. So it's not just a luxury service. A lot of times the myth that, that's out there that we hear is, a lot of folks that are buying homes that might be 150, 200,000 that still want design help are like, ah, 
I don't know that I can afford design, so I'll just do it myself. And then they're kind of miserable or they just don't do a great job and then they're not happy with it. I think e-design allows everybody to have some level of affordability with a really strong outcome in the project. And that's the piece that gets me super excited. And to be fair, there are interior designers who specialize in that niche and the affordable and like Betsy Helmuth, who was a guest on our show a few weeks ago, her brand is affordable interior design. And her goal is to make interior design accessible to everyone in some way, shape or form. So I do love that. I absolutely 100% love that. And I love what you just said, because in my mind, it took out the black and white, the all or nothing, either it's e-design or it's full service bougie design. It can be it can be a hybrid, right? For my interior design for we got projects in San Antonio and in Delaware. And we, we didn't just say, here's your design, have a nice day, don't let the door hit you on your butt. We still gave them that high-end luxury service and consulting and talking through it and the, the video consultations, Just we just weren't hands-on. So it's a little bit of a hybrid and still giving that service to the client, but we're just not there. <laughs> I mean, absolutely. I'll give you a, a quick example. So I did, I redid my basement uh, about a year and a half ago and I did the design and I was playing around with it in foyers software because it was when we first were launching in the U S. So I was kind of my own Guinea pig kind of a thing. And the company that I hired to do the basement, they were the only ones that came in out of three bids with an actual design concept. Now, of course, they were operating in SketchUp, which was fine. And I was learning more about SketchUp through the process because they use it. And I said, hey, how long does it take you to kind of do the bar the way you did it and like design it? And they said, well, it's a little clumsy. You know, we wish we had something a little easier, a little more user friendly because it does take a little bit of skill. We've gotten ourselves to this point, but, you know, we wish we had more catalog options and more things like that, you know, products in that we could just pull. And I said, okay, so about six months later, as we're finishing the project, I showed them now, Neo, and I said, hey, guys, what do you think about this type of software to offer to your clients? Now, Bobby Kershaw is still the owner of Kershaw Property Solutions, KPS. They still use Foyer Neo today, right? They currently have 11 basements under signing that they have work in the future coming up. Right. And I said to him, do you feel like the software and the ability to show people visually how their basements are going to work? By the way, they're also now only niched in basements. They're not doing kitchen bath as much. They'll do kitchen bath as long as it resides in the basement design, but they're focused on just doing really nice basements. And Bobby said the software has absolutely been a game changer for us. Every time we go in, we show people what it looks like, but we don't give them anything. We show them, we sit with them, we collaborate, and then, or now we use Zoom, we show them, and then we say, and here's where our price is, and if you want to move forward with us, we'll send you a contract. And he said it's absolutely helped us because all of the other contractors in the region here are still using a paperboard with writing up a scope of work and handing it to you and saying, here's what it's going to cost. But nobody's walking you through. Now, Bobby's not the cheapest and he certainly wasn't the highest, but his value add now just by integrating a $49 a month software has paid for itself in spades. Now, are they doing that on the second meeting or the first? How are they getting that together before they, you know, pitch? It's generally his closing meeting. 
It's okay. after right. he's done the discovery, the needs analysis, and has really built a good scope of work that you, the consumer, has said, yes, I agree to that. Then he says, here's what your basement's going to look like. And then he starts showing them through kind of exactly what their floor plan looks like. And they're like, whoa, this is freaking amazing. Nobody's even come close to this. So the technology is really, it's a wow factor, especially in these type of businesses, because nobody's really using it to this level, right? We've always done sketching and we've always done some 2D floor plans and stuff, but to be able to show it at this level with high-end renders as well as walkthroughs, I think is just a major game changer. And you can do it fast enough so it's not taking a whole hell of a lot of time. So where you, it's, a, it's a lot. Okay, you did mention catalog. One of the biggest complaints that I see in the Facebook groups and the interior design Facebook groups is that some of the programs like Homestyler and stuff, I'm, I, maybe I'm just throwing that out there, they could have improved since then, have limited product catalogs. Mm-hmm. Tell me how, how robust is For Your Neo's product catalog? Well, we have 80,000 plus products that are already 3D modeled and curated in there that we share with the world. We have a whole bunch of folks that have private catalogs. You as a designer, when you sign up, you can import any OBJ object that you have from any other program. So you're not losing all of the work you've done in the 3D models that you have. You can simply import them directly into your account and start using those out of your private catalog. You know, we have pools now, we have dogs, we have cats, we have pool slides, we have jacuzzis, we have play sets. <laughs> I mean, it's amazing what we have right now. I, I there's when we first started, I was I was trying to um, push the team to get us like Samsung and GE low profile and high profile, like cafe style refrigerators and things. And now we have so many options for appliances because (laughs) every day we're putting more and more effort into modeling. And that's the content that Fourier brings to the table for our designers. And the other thing is you can change any texture. So whether it's flooring, whether it's stone or tile work or cabinetry, you can change colors very quick on any type of palette. Um, So again, just super fast. The goal is to have the technology do most of the work for you. So that you can just reap the benefit of, you know, quickly designing and not spending too much of your time on just the tool itself. Okay, so let's talk about marketing. Let's talk about we're in the interior designer, we're sold, we're going to go out and try for your Neo and add these services to our interior design firm, we're going to have a website presence with it, etc, cetera, etc. Cetera. I'm sure you're familiar with Havenly and Modzi, who put out stuff relatively, I want to say cheap, is that crass? Inexpensive. <laughs> Give us a little bit of marketing advice. I know I'm the marketer, but I'm putting you on the hot seat on how an interior designer offers these services and competes with Havenly and Modsy. Well, so, you know, a lot of the tools like Havenly, Modsy, Room Planner and things are, are really lower functionality, right? It's for very basic type stuff. So I have a square room, I have a couch, I have an end table, and I want to just move things around within that. Where Foyer differentiates is we're still very competitively priced, but we bring the functionality and all of that feature capability way up so that you, the designer, have the ability to create a shape off the wall, create maybe a custom closet off the wall. You also, with Foyer, can do all types of changeability within your designs, right? So again, all the textures. 
We also have a lot of capability with AI built in that we've built from the ground up that allows us to give you auto sun, auto decor, auto lighting, right? How many shades of lighting? How many lumens? Am I soft white or am I going for more of a yellow tone? You know, all of these things are just clicks of buttons within Foyer Neo. So you're not having to spend a gobs of time. You can change the outside landscape. You can show night mode, day mode, afternoon mode. There's so many different uh, layers to the software, but again, it's just clicking. Tell me a little bit more about the AI, because I was reading about that. And the first thing I thought of was Skynet and Terminator. Are they going to take over my business, the AI and Foyer? Or... <laughs> For AI, for those listening, that's artificial intelligence. Is it, is it intuitive? Is it <laughs> how, how the hell does that work? So I'll give you, I'll give you a, a use case for AI. So we're working on this really incredible functionality we're going to bring into Neo this year, where it will actually import a file and start reading the floor plan that you, the designer, import and start automatically building out the floor plan. So today where you're doing your walls and windows and you're tracing and dragging and dropping, our AI that we built is learning from all of these thousands and tens of thousands of floor plans going into Neo every day, getting uploaded. And it's learning the scale. It's learning windows, walls, and doors. It's learning openings. It's learning ceiling heights. It's learning all of these things that are only going to make it easier and faster for you to not have to fumble and play around with. So it's not taking over. It's actually enabling Right. And so that's one of the coolest parts about AI. The other thing AI does is it sets auto lighting within. So in other words, if you are doing a, a design where you want to put 10 hi-hats, say in a certain area, like maybe a family room, once you place your hi-hats within foyer, you just set your lighting based on this is the intensity I want. And this is the type of style of color I want and click and you're done. All of those lights, as you start to render, will automatically take on the attributes of what you've set. So the AI for us is more of how do we help, again, thinking from our customer's lens, how do we help them be faster, quicker, and spend less time screwing around with the tool, right, and more time in front of the client and working on their business? And if we can very smartly enable our tools to continue to do those things, then that's a game changer in and of itself. I love it. I'm convinced. I actually want to send this over to Elise and Rex and have them kind of fiddle around with it. And before we close out the show, it's my understanding that you have a special um, something for Wingnut listeners, right? Yeah. Yeah. So we have a, we have a coupon code here that I, my team had sent me. Um, so if you go to the foyer.com or if you even go to the foyer Wingnut social on the uh, Instagram landing page, the sign up page, all you have to do is put in Darla 35 and it'll get you a 35% discount off a Neo subscription for any quarterly or annually priced plan. How funny is that? That's also my age. <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. I wish. <laughs> All right. So that's a go to what is it? The foyer wingnut social link on your Instagram page. Enter in Darla 35. That's also going to be in the show notes at wingnutsocial.com for this episode. The bonus episode with Richard Terity. You can just go and look at podcast. You'll see it'll live right there. And of course, um, that's going to apply to me. I can use that too, right? Yeah, you can use it too. Absolutely. <laughs> Is that bad? Is that like a, I'm not supposed to do that? Too bad. <laughs> no, you're supposed to absolutely do it. <laughs> all right. We drop, we drop coupon codes all the time because we want to make sure that people have the best opportunity to try to use the software. 
All right. Well, I'm really excited to have my team try it out and get into actual e-design instead of just, you know, pretending and, and actually offered as a service. And hopefully you've talked to some of those interior designers that were sitting on the fence and they're going whole hog into their e-design business and they'll hop on over to foyer.com and check you out. Enter Darla35, my age. Shh. <laughs> <laughs> Richard, thank you so much for joining us today. You have been a wealth of information, and I absolutely love Foyer. I loved it when they invited me for the webinar earlier this year, and you can always invite me again. <laughs> we will. We absolutely will. Thank you so much, Darla. I really appreciate just having the opportunity to talk to you today. Same. Thank you. All right. Thanks. All right, there you have it. Richard Territy from Foyer Neo. In the green room or afterwards, we were talking about High Point and if he was going to go there to speak. And I'm hoping that High Point gets back to normal. And I would love to do a panel there with you, Richard. Just a little hint. And also, I'm looking forward to having Elise and Rex try out Foyer Neo and see what they think. I do like the idea that it's fast and has the AI and, and using it as a deal closer. Right. Is that the right word? Is a, yeah, a deal closer to get clients and to, to really say, OK, here you go. Here's your concept. Throw all the monies at us. I think that that's a brilliant idea. Or maybe you're an interior designer that does specialize in just the affordable interior design end and you don't you're not going up towards the top 10 percent income and you just want to share interior design with a larger audience and your price point's a little bit lower and you're doing a little bit more turnover, which there are a lot of designers out there who specialize in that who are doing extremely well. One designer that comes to mind immediately is Rebecca West. She was on episode 150. That's Rebecca West of Seriously Happy Homes. Her business model is something like quick turnover. Here's the design. Go off. Knock it out. Thank you next. Here's the next client. She had a ton of Yelp business come in. So she's not doing super, super high-end stuff, but she's doing really, really good designs with quick turnover with a huge team, and she is making the bank. So it doesn't always have to be the high end if you're, if you're stuck into that. All right. So if Foyer Neo is something that you want to check out for yourself, head on over to foyer.com. That's F-O-Y-R.com. And when you go in there and you get your little hot little hands on there and you decide you're going to push play and order that bad boy, enter your promo code DARLA. That's D-A-R-L-A 35. And that's going to get you 35% off of a subscription for those billed quarterly or annually. So I'm guessing that's not monthly. Sorry about that. And see what you think. And make sure you tell them that Darla sent you, but I guess you're going to do that if you enter Darla35. <laughs> Be sure to go check them out on Instagram at F-O-Y-R. And the next time the Foyer Talks come around, be sure to tune into that webinar. That was seriously well-reviewed. It was, it was a really great webinar series. In a sea of a whole bunch of webinars we were inundated, it really stood out. So that's it for today, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. Be sure to check us out, Wingnut Social, the marketing agency for interior designers at Wingnut Social on every social media channel on God's green earth. And until next time, go out, get uncomfortable, and be great. You've reached the end of this episode of Wingnut Social, but that's only the first step into accelerating your business the Wingnut way. Head over to wingnutsocial.com or call us at 1-877-WINGNUT to see how we can help you take your business from social mediocre to social media master. We'll see you on the next episode of Wingnut Social, your social media tightly fastened. Today's podcast is a bonus episode <laughs> right off the bat.
And I have <laughs> farts. I love it. I'm I'm <clears throat> sorry, sorry, Benjamin. I <clears throat> got a frog. Please stand by while we process your request. Good boy, Mango.